Hello. What's up, Joe? Is my audio better this time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. It okay, sounds good. good. Uh, we should all meet up and do like an in-person episode soon. I thought that might be this one, but it looks like our times just did not uh, cooperate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, how's it been going? What's going on? Work. Uh, I swapped weeks with somebody, and we had, we had identical schedules, just on opposite weeks. But I ended up being the one getting screwed over in the switch, and then picked up a weekend and wasn't thinking about it. And I was like, "Oh shit, I'm working the next four weekends in a row." Isn't that, that that's awesome? Look <laughs> at <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, honestly, just been working, sleeping, trying to spend time with the kiddo when I can. You know. Yeah. Whoa. Ding dong. <laughs> How's things at your place? Uh well, uh we are uh elbows deep looking for a truck. Um I think I'm gonna go with a, a Silverado, but I'm gonna go and test drive. It's we're gonna go brand new. There you go. Yeah. I'm just go. We're talking about the top five. Top five. Yeah, I, I, top five overrated <laughs> movies. Yeah. I had about thirty. You're going to be really <laughs> mad. Of course you did, Joe. <laughs> hey, I swear I'm not that cynical. I, 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 there's there's validity here behind all these. <laughs> I, this oh, yeah. was another one that was hard for me, but you know, you know I chose what? it. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did no research on mine because I already knew what my five were. Yeah, I, I literally. Knew. Yes, I just jotted down some like quick facts about each one. Just I don't know to give me some talking points. That's all. Yeah, I you know um, mine were I didn't I won't say I did research, but I had to refresh my memory about some because like I don't like keep that stuff in my head. I watch a movie if I really like it, I'll remember it. If I don't like it, I forget about it kind of. So I had to go back through right. lists, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I hated that. Yeah, like, right. So. Yeah. I even, yeah. I even Googled, I was like, most overrated movies of all time, just to refresh my memories on some commonalities between me and other people. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, I did hate that movie. You know, like, <laughs> fuck, fuck that right, movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there were yeah. movies that I had that I was like, yeah, definitely that movie there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so. A couple of these aren't even movies that I necessarily dislike. I just overrated insanely hyped and i'm like eh. yes <laughs> yeah and that's that's where mine are too and i mean there's look guys we're gonna piss some people off <laughs> so, yeah i think we're doing pretty good that so far. yeah yeah so all right we're ready to get started don't mind me. i am sure. eating so don't mind me. go for it i am drinking Start it. <laughs> 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 there you go <laughs> This is the Beards and Bros podcast. On behalf of Jew, Joe, and myself, Tim, enjoy the episode. All right. All right. Who's starting well, off? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, who started off last week? Or last I think week? it was me. I think it was so, me. I think I started. I don't want to yeah, anger the masses right last. away. <laughs> right. Yep. So you, last. Joe, you want a paper, rock, scissors for it? Sure. Hey. Are we going um, rock, paper, scissors, shoot, or just on three? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. okay. 
Ready? Ready. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Fuck. Ah, okay. Let's go again. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. For those playing at home, we have thrown the same thing twice. Now. All right, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Shit. Spock. All right. I got you with the Spock. All right, add paper. All right. All right. So, number five for me. Now, now here's the thing. I have some movie, like, like multiple movies in a series. So, yeah. a, what would a movie group franchise or, uh, series. I was going to say, can franchise. we entire saga or franchise I, as a single <laughs> choice? I a hundred percent have a franchise in here. So I have, I have actually, <laughs> I have three. Okay. All so right. I have three. All right. So my number five overrated is the matrix. Boom. Right. That was number two for me. <laughs> There you go. So just, I think it was cool the way that they did it. Yeah. Um, I think the graphics, the special effects and everything. Yeah. Okay. I get it. But if you actually dig into the story, it's not that interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, and, and, and again, folks, it's, we're just saying this, you know, this is just our own personal opinion, our own personal tastes. It's all subjective. Um, so if you like the Matrix, it's okay. We can still be yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why he don't like the Matrix because John Wick's in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird because I love John Wick, the John Wick yeah. series. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, I think that was the big hype of the whole movie was the whole special effects and the thought of doing what they did. And I mean, yeah, it's cool. But I mean, it just, it got a little bigger than what it should have. You know, people were, oh my God, this is the greatest movie ever. And no, mm -hmm. no, See, it wasn't. The first wasn't. one I, mean, I thought was fantastic because it was, it was yes. visually pleasing. It broke a lot of ground with their special effects and it, it created a good story. The second one was okay. I like some of the mm -hmm. some of what was happening, and then the third one just got way out of hand. Like <laughs> it's like what just and now there's kind of like we're going to sacrifice him now. Yeah, and now there's yeah. going to be a fourth one. By the way, if you didn't know that, it's going to be I, coming oh, out just, this year. Uh, we, we're, we'll I get saw there. that. I don't know how they're doing that. You know, yeah. Just, no, uh, well, he was whatever. carried off. I think in the last one. I hope I'm not spoiling this for anybody, but he was carried <laughs> off in that last one. By all the robots or whatever. You and, ruined the movie for yeah. me. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't seen it by now, the grace period is over. Like, right. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So, here's the thing. It took four Academy Awards. It took Best Visual Effects, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, and Best Sound Editing. And I agree with each and every one of those. That it, it earned every single one of those awards. It was visually spectacular. You know, it was you know, the effects and the sound and the editing and all this crazy stuff going on. And it was, it's, and it's iconic to this day. You still see parodies of it in other movies or shows or the, you know, the matrix mm -hmm. back and, but why are they always wearing sunglasses and leather? I don't understand. <laughs> Somebody explain that to me. Cause that's like the number one I have with that movie. Like, and it's always dark. So 
Yeah, and I get the whole cyberpunk, you know, thing to it. I did hear that there was a fourth film coming out and like really soon, am I right? December. December. Yeah. yeah. On yeah. HBO Max in theaters. Have they yeah. even dropped a trailer <laughs> Not yet, no. Not yet. So, so he he got hurt. Keanu Reeves got hurt in the filming of it. So I think that they've been pushing things back, getting the rushing to get it done by December. Because they didn't want to push it again. The funny thing that I heard is is that he has his long hair and his John Wick beard yeah. in the new Matrix because he was filming the Matrix and John Wick at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the original really was more about like this, <laughs> how machines were running our lives in general. It was more, yeah. it was trying to be more of a, a statement movie. And then it turned into a franchise because they were like, well, it worked. Let's make more and make money off of it. So and that's now we thing. have to build a story. I liked, you know? <laughs> I liked the first one with the whole, you know, blue pill, red pill. I liked, you know, oh, he's waking up from the from the matrix. He's, you know, seeing the world as it actually I I understood, like you said, like the, the underlying message and tone behind it. And it was cool. But I mean, take away all the visual effects of that movie and let's say let's make it in the early 80s. And we're going just on story and what was available at the early 80s at the time. I guarantee you that movie would have bombed. Everybody would have hated it. And it would um, be like laughable to this day. What was the Harrison Ford movie? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, the, the one that they just did. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yes, Blade Runner. It was futuristic. Touche. I don't know. I think, I think people love stuff about where are we going? They want to know. They want to know other people's ideas about where we're going. I think personally that they should prequel this whole thing because of the fact that I want to know how we got to that point. Like yeah. what, what happened that we got there and show that happening. And, you know, we all know it's going to be a dark ending because it has to lead into, right. I mean, just like a new hope, right? We, yep. they do the movies before and then they show the baby's getting split up and then boom, there's the new hope. But I would be really interested to see that because like you said, if that maybe, maybe if they had just stopped it at one my opinion wouldn't be what it is but the, the story yes. got so convoluted and ridiculous and yeah. just it started to fall apart immediately mm. so, agreed all right yeah. i can get i can get behind that a little bit i i, I agree is <laughs> the franchise yeah yep we'll see what number four does <laughs> does it save it all right will so- will it be the savior of the matrix uh franchise just like keanu is uh the savior of the actual movie scene <laughs> i'm open to it i'm gonna check it out I all right joe be, i heard he's gonna be in the in the uh mcu coming up uh, there have been rumors and talks they're trying to find the right character for him and they have not yet found that so he wants it wife, and they want him like <laughs> said to, pre- to protect keanu reeves at all costs <laughs> so number five for me we're going backwards here. You see, I picked The Godfather, and I know. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm not friends anymore. That What's that? <laughs> we are not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, Joe Clausen, button pusher. <laughs> <laughs> I am triggered. <laughs> it's one of the ones I was talking about where. It's not necessarily a movie I dislike. I like the Godfather franchise. I quote the Godfather regularly. 
uh, it's not that I dislike it. I just don't think it's the, this uh, flawless masterpiece that everyone has it up on this, you know, pedestal of like one of the greatest films of all time. I disagree. I think it was a good film. I don't, I think it was a an okay franchise, but I don't think it was you know greatest of all time. You know it did ridiculously well um if you know we're going on judged on awards best picture best best actor adapted screenplay freaking seven other nominations uh it's been taken into the the national film registry uh for preservation like it's i'm not i'm not arguing its success by any means i just feel overall i think it's another one that as it went on, I kind of liked it less and less. So I think it kind of, kind of robbed me of my enjoyment of the first one a little bit. It's kind of one of those, it's kind of one of those movies where you watch it, then you watch it and watch it again. Then AMC has a special on it every other week. Like, you know, who is it? TNN has Harry Potter every, like every other day. I have one very, very (laughs) close to what you're talking about on my list coming up. We'll get there. (laughs) Like it just, it, I think it's something where you watch it so much. Yes. That it, then it gets boring. Because you know what's going to happen. Now, there are movies out there that you can watch that never get bored. For, for my wife makes fun of me. If the day after tomorrow comes on, <laughs> like it could be three movie. o'clock in the morning, I'd be ready for bed. And I'd be like, I guess I'm staying up and watching a movie. <laughs> I love you know? that. That movie gets or, people talk shit about that movie constantly, and it bothers me. That's a good movie. <laughs> or Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Another Tombstone, good movie. Same thing. Yes. I three o'clock. I got to be up at five o'clock for. I'm just not going to sleep. You know. <laughs> so, but I think what the Godfather is is you watch it over and over and over and over again, and then you start noticing things to where you're like, man, the acting's not really that great. Wow, those bullets really don't look like they're hurting that guy. And you know, wow, that was a 22 pistol that shot that guy and he blew yeah. up like a balloon, you know. Just, yeah. So, but I yeah. mean, I think all oh, that movie is I think it's better than what a lot of people give it credit for. And now here's the thing, it went off the rails at like Godfather 3. Mm, yeah. That was a you big know. miss. <laughs> yeah. So uh, two was the best. It spent 20, 23 weeks at number one, okay? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it wasn't. It's very, very clearly a beloved piece of American pop culture, but... Here's the thing. What year did Godfather come out? Uh, 1972. Okay. You still had mobsters back then. So they were kind of, as they say, you know, breaking the forbidden wall of things, you know? So it was... Yeah, we know that the mob's still out there. We know the mob's working. Well, here's a movie about the mob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's that's the big thing. Why these movies are so successful is because um, America in general has this love for mob. The mob itself, like, tell me about the underworld. Tell me about the, you know, I want want to be, yeah, I want to be in the Italian mafia. Uh, you know, and then they portray it on screen and they, how these families are warring. And uh, one was good. Two, I feel like I agreed you was the, the better of the three. Three was 
uh, just another, I think that was a money grab. Uh, they tried to wrap it up and it just didn't go well. Um, yeah, I think one did really well. Two did really well. They're like, hey, and they should have went. Eh, yeah, leave it as is. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin a part thing, two, every, you know? I think everybody's favorite is part two of the trilogy. I think that's a pretty yeah. popular. It, yeah. it just does a really nice job of giving you backstory. And, you know, then you have De Niro in there and he's just, he kills that part. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just in, in general, just an excellent first two I thought were excellent. Um, look, I mean, you're also comparing acting, you know, if you, if you're comparing acting, like what kind of acting are we comparing that to now, as opposed to then that's hard. That's hard to do because they were all great actors. Everybody that's in those movies you know, your main characters, you know, Jimmy Kahn, oh, yeah. you got, you know, Pacino, you, you know, uh, Brando. Yeah. I mean, all great actors. And then just playing out these storylines of how, uh, you know, unfortunate it is that this guy's family is like, you know, living on top of the world. And then all of a sudden it all starts to crumble and he's got to kind of pull the family back together. So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I'm not going to say that the acting was phenomenal, but for that point in time in 1972, it was fairly on point. It's been parodied so often and so relentlessly that it's kind of also taken away from the value of the movie. Just take away the mystique. Yeah. Everybody kind of takes shots at the Godfather, you know what I mean? Constantly. Or some kind of parody reference. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't hundred percent disagree, but I also feel that the first two carried enough to make it one of those great films for me, anyway, in my opinion. Cool. Okay. So Timmy. So my list is very, very um new. <laughs> Apparently, I only hate a lot of the new stuff that's come out over the last uh, <laughs> 10 years or so. Um so number five for me was the social network. You know, the whole story about Facebook and how it got started. This thing won three Academy Awards. And, and to this day, I'm not sure how, because it was still to me in its infancy at that point. Like Facebook was a thing and it was getting bigger. Yeah, it was cool to learn about the story, but they made it almost like a a kind of a dark drama, like where it's not just, you know, a normal drama. It's literally trying to talk about how these people are trying to get the better of each other, this social internet craze where how it all starts and all that stuff. I enjoy the actors in it. Uh, what Jesse, uh, what's his name? Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Eisenberg yeah. Um, he, I like him. Uh, Andrew Garfield was in it. Uh, Justin Timberlake was in it. Dog my, <laughs> my memory. Andrew Garfield was in there? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, so the cast itself wasn't bad. And again, it won three Oscars. However, I just didn't see the, the draw. You know, like, I think it was because at that point, these social networking sites were starting to get bigger. So everybody was really focused on it. And that's what kind of drove it. Um, but they won for best writing best achievement in film editing and then best achievement in music written for motion picture uh, original score, which by the way, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross wrote. 
So these guys cool. have been winning Oscars all of a sudden, <laughs> I thought. Yeah. And no, they've yeah. been doing it for a little while. Because so. <laughs> this came out in 2011, so or 2010. Sorry, the movie came out in 2010. So, And they were nominated for four others, or five others. Picture of the year, all that stuff. I just didn't get it. I, I, I wasn't a I, huge fan. I think the reason why that movie did well was due to the fact that Facebook was in its infancy. And people wanted to see what it was. Mm. You know, they wanted to know where it came from, who, what, where, when, and why. Yeah. You know, so that might have been part of the reason why it did well is because you had people that were curious. Mm-hmm. You know, so that might have been part of it. I, I've i never seen it because um, it just it didn't interest me. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how well of a movie it actually was you know because i'm like i said i've never seen it um so it could it could be phenomenal for all i know so, i remember I, think part of the reason, I remember seeing it and i i remember specifically only seeing it you know just browsing titles and this and that because of all the star power i was like oh justin timberlake jesse eisenberg uh, I'm sure at the time I even said, you know, I, even though I don't remember now, <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> it was one of those movies that, you know, you just see the all-star cast and immediately like, that has to be good. Yeah. And uh, I really, I think I would have enjoyed that movie seeing it now more so than I did then because I'm kind of more interested now. Then it was just kind of like, I'm just never like, okay, that's, He's a pretty good actor. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even really remember a whole lot of details of the movie. Is is, and I, I, it's kind of a testament of how memorable it was for me. It just wasn't, <laughs> it, you know, so it just didn't. Eh. <laughs> the the backstory of it is that Zuckerberg creates this social networking site, and I'm just reading off of what's IMDb, <laughs> and uh, they call it Facebook. He gets sued by these two twins that are claim that he stole the idea. So I assume the twins were supposed to Always be twins that'll get you in trouble, folks. I know, Always. right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I mean, so great. You know, he starts to he becomes now he's a billionaire. You know, he's he has that. He has Instagram. How many other things has Facebook brought or bought off of whoever, you know? Um, I think it, to me, this would be better now uh, if they did this movie and then really show people what it's become though i i use it obviously for our marketing purposes and personal purposes it has really become a juggernaut in information and it's what people use immediately to to be a sounding board or to find their you know their information out about friends family or just in general sports news whatever and it's become so much bigger than i think it was in 2010 that it could do, it would be a more interesting story at this point, but uh, at that point I was not impressed. Too. Thank you. That's you exactly what I was too. trying to say earlier. <laughs> What'd you say, Jude? I'm sorry. Yeah, good. If yes, if you ask other people, it helped Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So yeah, that was hey, my there. that was my number five. Hey, there we Social are. network. Let's move on to number four. As soon as Jude choose. <laughs> Number four. 
Christopher Nolan's Batman. Ooh. All right. Fire shots returned. (laughs) Now, are you... Okay, let's specify. Are you talking about the the entire trilogy or just one movie in particular? So, I think the... Here's the thing. Let me get into it. Okay. Oh, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. (laughs) So, I... Better not talk smack about her boyfriend. (laughs) Not everybody has great tickets. It's okay. Anyway. um, So I think it was the first movie did well because people wanted to see a new Batman movie. Uh, I think the 1989 Batman with um, Michael Keaton far, far blows this out of the water. Christopher Nolan has gone on record with saying that he made the three movies and Batman is not a superhero. There are no superheroes in this. He says that Bruce Wayne in his movies is just an ordinary guy with cool toys. He's not wrong. <laughs> that is right, the entire right. premise says, of Batman. Yes. But he says that there's no Superman. There's no superheroes. Okay, I see what you're saying. He he exists merely because of his own choice, not because he's part of a a bigger picture. I get what you're saying. Right. I also think that if you didn't put... I think Heath Ledger is the reason why they came out with a third movie. Now, Christopher Nolan has said that he was going to make three movies regardless. Mm -hmm. But I think that if... With Batman... Here's the thing with Batman. You have to do a movie with the Joker. Oh, we're doing a you Batman episode. Guarantee it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'll tell you why he's crap. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's about so, to go down. <laughs> I'm going to get crucified. Oh, uh, yeah. So it was, you have to do a Joker part, the Joker movie, or a Joker, whatever. You can't so have Batman without the Joker. You can't have Batman without Joker. It's kind of like you can't have Superman without Lex Luthor. Right. Mm-hmm. So they did the second movie with Heath Ledger as the Joker. Hands down, phenomenal. Phenomenal performance. But that movie was big because of Heath Ledger, not because of Batman, not because of Christian Bale. That movie was good because of Heath Ledger. I will, I will you, agree with you that it definitely went to a whole nother level because of his, his, uh, what he brought to that role. Yeah. How about this? Right. I, I agree that the, the, that the Joker is what drove people to see that movie. And I agree that Heath Ledger's portrayal of the character is what took it to a whole nother level. So. Right. But then you get to the third movie. What draws you okay. to that movie? Uh, probably a sense of commitment to finishing the series and really nothing more because i really when the trailers came out for that movie you really didn't know a whole lot about what the hell it was even about so Uh, if you're a comic book fan you're pissed off at that third movie because bane in the comic books is nothing like the bane in the movie 
nothing. Now that could be because the whole Christopher Nolan, I don't want any superheroes thing. Mm-hmm. I get right. that. However, it could have been done differently from a comic book person's. Like I, I'm a big comic book nerd. Okay, right. newsflash. Um, if if like I said, if you were a fan of the comic books of Batman, you hated these movies. You know, if if you are a true comic book fan, you didn't like these movies. And I've talked to a few people. Like one of my one of my really good friends I work with is a Batman guy, and um, he and I talked about it. And he's like, "Yeah, the third one was just weird because it, Bane wasn't what the comic book Bane was." And I get again that it's no superhero movie, but they strayed so far away from it. It's kind of like you know whenever you think of Batman versus Superman or the Justice League or what, it, what I forget which movie it is where they had Doomsday. Yeah. Doomsday, if you're a comic book fan, that had nothing. That that made Doomsday completely different than in comic books. Yeah. So to me, the draw of the first one was ooh, Batman movie. The draw of the second one was ooh, Joker. The draw of the third one was, well, I'm two movies in. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? I mean that's yeah, I mean that's great. to me that's what it is. You know, it's well I'm I'm dedicated now. I've watched the first two, might as well watch the third one. Right. Um so I I just that's you know, like I said, just for me, it's overrated. I just don't think it's as good as what people think it is. Joe. Oh, we're going to- <laughs> oh. So I have to try and contain myself here because we could do an entire episode on how I feel about this this franchise. <laughs> uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was phenomenal. I liked because it was Batman Begins was around the same time ish as Iron Man, and it was at a time when they were doing comic book movies that they still hadn't quite figured it out yet and it hadn't blown up to what it is today. And they were going for more with Iron Man and with, you know, Batman Begins. The tone was, even though Iron Man, you know, it became not that way now, the tone was a real life setting. What could actually happen in the real world? What was kind of feasible, you know, within the means of our reality. So I liked that kind of real gritty, kind of like no bullshit, like, no fantasy aspect to it i thought it was kind of refreshing and like you said you know it was oh batman new batman movie yes because we hadn't had one in so long and you know that god-awful piece of crap that came out before it left us all kind of with a bad taste in our mouth looking at you george clooney (laughs) but uh (laughs) you know i I liked it. Batman Begins. You know, it wasn't my favorite movie. I was like, yeah, yeah, but he's no Michael Keaton. You know, I didn't like that Batman growled now, you know, like, where's the truth? You know, I didn't like the whole disguising. It just wasn't for me. So there was a lot of... (laughs) Yeah, I nitpicked at it, you know, just like every every other fanboy at the time. And, you know, it wasn't my favorite, but I enjoyed it. And then number two came out, and... Keith Ledger's portrayal of the Joker to this day stands as my my favorite, favorite performance by any actor ever, um, because I'll be the first one to tell you, I remember exactly where I was and when I heard it coming on, on TV that Heath Ledger was going to be doing the Joker in, in, in the new Batman movie. And I said, what? The guy from a <laughs> Night's Tale? <Yeah. laughs> I was pissed off. 
you know, I was, oh, this is going to be horrible. It's going to ruin the movie, this and that. And, you know, the other thing. And I went to see the movie and it, his performance blew me away. And I'd never been so happy to eat crow in my life because I didn't see Heath Ledger in that movie at all. He literally became that character. Like he brought every ounce of life and energy and emotion and, and tense, anxious, like moments of that movie you didn't you didn't even think twice you know like oh that's Heath Ledger under the makeup and this and that and like oh my god what a phenomenal performance he's putting on no he, he literally became the character uh so for Heath me Ledger, yeah Heath Ledger in that movie from what I'm seeing here won 29 awards wow 29 total awards. He was, I think he was the first person to win an Oscar after he died, wasn't he? Or an Academy Award, you know? Yeah. Yep. So point being, I think that alone is kind of what it it really attaches me to the franchise. I agree with you. Number three, it was just kind of like, well, I'm obligated now. Eh. And don't get me wrong. I like Tom Hardy as, as Bane, you know, I, I didn't mind the movie overall, but it was just kind of like an obligation to finish the story. Uh, I don't think it's really anybody's favorite, but um, let's do an episode on Batman. We'll get some further thoughts on this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cut it off there. (laughs) See, I'm not the the comic book guy like Jude, like you are. Uh, Joe, do you read comics? I don't so much read them as I am interested in like comic book stuff you know what i mean like you're familiar yeah yeah see for me i'm not i like i don't really follow that and you know a lot of what i go off of is whatever is on the big screen or on tv stuff like my batman was you know the original tv show uh and then the michael keaton jack nicholson that was one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, I remember going to the theater to see it and just his portrayal of the Joker is exactly what I thought that should be. He was, he was funny, but evil, you know, (laughs) you kind of got a backstory on how he became the Joker. Um, But I, I disagree in the fact that these, the Christopher Nolan movies, I really enjoyed them as well. And the, the first one I thought for me was good because it gave me a little backstory on the the Bruce Wayne character a little, even though it may have, you know, may not have been hundred percent correct of what was written in comic books. That's the beauty of entertainment. I think is that it's all subjective. It's how they foresee it at times. And I agree that there always should be that purest view of it too, because how it's written originally is how it was meant to be written. Sure. But people like to take things and put their own spin on it. The and second one all the time. <laughs> yeah. The second one, uh, Heath Ledger carried it 100%. Uh, he just slayed it. Completely different version of what I was used to of the Joker and the darkness that he had for it unfortunately led to you know his demise, but um, man, he just knocked it out of the park. And there was just his quirkiness with the character and his ability to, to be evil, but still have that funny but yeah (laughs) like it was definitely like a dark comedy almost in that sense uh you know 
where the other one was still the original the, with Michael Keaton, whatever that to me was a little more still comic book, like, because he had the purple suit and all that stuff where Heath Ledger looked a little bit more, you know, whatever, a little more normal, I suppose, if you want to call what he looked like normal, but, <laughs> um, and then the third one, a couple of different reasons. Some of it was filmed in Pittsburgh. So I was interested to see how that all worked out. Um, Heinz Ward was in it, so I'm a you know I'm I'm a fanboy with that, but <laughs> but I really enjoyed the Bane character. Uh, I liked him. I I I had never really been introduced to that character before until that movie, so I, I kind of was drawn to it. Overall, I really liked the series merely because of the way that he kind of made them the not superhero as well, because it almost made it was like. This dude who's super rich, he's going to dress up like somebody else so he's not recognized, so he keeps himself safe and his business or whatever, so he can continue to fund it, is fighting all these different gangsters. And all these gangsters have different personas. And that's really what it kind of boiled down to. Yeah, there, there were still some like outlandish moments that happened that you were like, that's not possible, but it's a movie. So, <laughs> um, but I agree, you know, he definitely took it to that level where it was like, Nobody's going to be flying off of a building or anything crazy like that. It's all going to have purpose and meaning and people, people are going to bleed no matter what. So, but I, I, I enjoy Alrighty, it. Joe. What's your number four? Uh, the shining. I'm coming in at number four for me. <laughs> listen, I, all right. listen, <laughs> Another, another, another one of those ones. I do like the movie. I do. Uh, there's not many performances from Jack Nicholson that I don't enjoy. Um, I like the story. I like the book. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Stephen King fan. But I think the first. I think I. This is a new opinion for me because the, you know, first couple times watching it, I really enjoyed it, and then it had been years and years and years and I, I was sitting down with a group of friends and because a buddy of mine his wife had never seen it and she had read the book and so we put it on uh this was a couple of years ago and I just could not keep my attention you know focused on the movie it was so boring it just drags on there for so long in the beginning and you know I actually to the point where I actually kept you know nodding off uh <laughs> intermittently and I just didn't I don't know I didn't it wasn't as good as I remembered it being you know upon revisiting a little bit I'll tell you though the sequel Dr. Sleep the one that just came out with with uh, Ewan McGregor I thought that was amazing so so I do you know I, I enjoy the franchise I just people regard it as like one of the greatest uh, horror films of all time and I've seen quite a few horror films and I'm going to have to disagree with that. It's, it's pretty low on the list for me. Uh, now that more I'm, of a thriller to me, I don't well, really yeah. foresee it as a horror I film, but I, I back then, you know, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more one of those psychological things. Right. Shining. You know, as, as far as that, instead of like, to me, a horror movie is very, a very broad spectrum of movies. You know, mm -hmm. you have your hack and slash, you have your, you know, your Par psychological paranormal. stuff. Mm -hmm. your yeah. Paranormal stuff. You know, you have your, so I there's think too, that, 
there's too much variety to cover with just one genre <laughs> there anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, because now you have your like you have your paranormal horror movies. You mm -hmm. know, and it yeah. just I think there's just such a widespread of what a horror movie is. Like Psycho is a horror movie. It's another psychological. Uh, thing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street's considered a horror movie. I consider it a comedy. Yes, same. <laughs> he cracked me you up. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, as far as a horror movie, best horror movie? No, um, I think it's good. I, I I see your point, Joe. Though I can I can agree with your points on that. You know, it kind of drags a little bit in places. Um, I just as far as overrated, we did this whenever we did the um, overrated bands, which is our first episode on Spotify. Go check it out. And hey, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and Apple Podcasts. There you go. Podcast. Uh, so I think it's, I don't think it's overrated. I think it's right where it needs to be. You know, mm -hmm. we said that about a couple of the bands that we talked yes. about too. You know, yeah. I don't think it's overrated per se. I think it's right where it needs to be. I think it has its pop culture type following, you know, you know, because you have the, here's Johnny, you mm -hmm. know, it, it's that's the recognizable thing. Like you can look at somebody and go, "Here's Johnny," and they're going to go, "Oh, that's Jack Nicholas." Okay, yeah. what movie is it? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you know. So it, I think it's right where it needs to be in in the folklore of whatever you know movies are. I think it's right where it needs to be. I don't think it's overrated per se. I just think it's you know, it it. Like I said, I, I I don't feel either way. You know, I can see your point. I'm I'm right. not like, oh my god, no. You know, but uh, no, I see your point. I, I I agree with you. How do you feel, Tim? I want to first point out that and apologize to our listeners that are Jude and I's age, and for our younger, uh, you know, podcast fellow podcaster here who apparently likes nothing from the '70s or early '80s. <laughs> because <laughs> the first two movies he goes after is the godfather from 72 and then this movie was 1980 <laughs> so, working um, my way up the timeline yeah i'm kind of on the same line as jude I, i'm i don't think i care either way i i enjoy it i guess but I, it's not something i'm going to be like i need to see it again and again and again kind of thing every so many years i'm like oh the shining's on let me watch these two creepy little kids on tricycles and you know <laughs> Um, and Jack, you know, Jack Nicholson, again, you know, he's just plays a really good, crazy person. Uh, one flew the cuckoo's nest is another prime example of that. He just likes to be in that role for some reason, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, uh, you know, Stephen King obviously is the, you know, indeed King of horror writers, uh, and everything that they've made into his movies and things usually does well. There's a few that have kind of dropped off here and there. But I think the only thing I would say to maybe give it its due is to say that it was kind of the start of moving into an era where we started getting more of the thrasher kind of movies with Freddy and Jason and, and stuff like that, which, by the way, Jason, if you really watch those movies, I feel like he's just a dad that found his daughter with some dude in a camp that shouldn't have been doing some things they were doing. And then he was like, well, now I killed your boyfriend, so I just got to kill you. You know, <laughs> You know, you know maybe what? he was just misunderstood. He, he wore the Got mask. And, <laughs> yeah, he was in a pickup hockey game and he was just like, what my daughter's wear? <laughs> like, and things got out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's my only thing I would say is that it's kind of like, I don't want to say OG because there's obviously things like Psycho, The Birds, things like that, that were really thrillers that were probably more considered horror than that you could put it into that category to kind of kick things off. And then it was a big thing for time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many different places you can go with it. And I didn't choose any horror movies. I almost did. I almost picked the Saw franchise because I've never seen one and I don't understand the draw to it, but I've never seen one. So I didn't want to put my mark on something I have not seen yet and make judgment. But, uh, you know, like things like that, I kind of get away from now. If we're talking horror, The Conjuring, I love those movies. Anything that has to deal with that, that, uh, husband and wife team that's apparently are real people. Uh, you know, these are all based off of real true stories. And that's the kind of stuff that I get more interested in. Uh, I don't per se get scared, but I, I'm interested in the stories and see how they're kind of told. But they're fascinating. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I can't, I can't hate the pick, but I also don't really have a super opinion on it either other than the fact right. you don't like things that are old in my, my <laughs> sense, mr king even agrees that this was a poor adaptation of his work but he did praise the visual effects mm. so yeah and i did see the the, the other one dr sleep that was that was pretty good that was, that was pretty I good loved that movie <laughs> yeah Back all to right you. you ready ready for my number four Oh, we Here didn't we do your number four yet. That's no, just, now you're skipping over me. Just <laughs> proving my point. You don't like old things. <laughs> well, you know, got a little tense there. And I was like, I don't want to talk to him anymore. Over to you. <laughs> All right. Um, number four, Gravity. Not literally. I, I enjoy standing, but <laughs> the movie Gravity. Um, I liked Sandra it. Bullock? Yeah. Sandra Bullock, George Clooney. Uh, it actually did very well with uh, uh, one seven Oscars. So apparently I don't like movies that are Oscar winners. Um, you don't like successful movies. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is about it. Like I liked, I liked it. I've seen it. It felt to me like it was cast away in space just with a female lead. Now that's what it felt like to me. Very good yeah, description. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Sandra Bullock. I have nothing against her. I I like George Clooney. Nothing against him other than the Batman movie they did. <laughs> uh, I, just this movie visually was pretty amazing. Uh, the 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 video, the the the, sh- the cinematography in it, the shots of Earth. You know, I feel like it was you were in space with them. But the story itself, for me, didn't do it enough. It was. Like, okay, is she gonna live? Is she gonna die? She's in the vacuum of space by herself. Where's the where's the volleyball that she's gonna call? <laughs> you know? <Well> done! Yeah. <laughs> so I not one of my favorite ones. So I mean, maybe not as controversial, but uh definitely not one of my favorites. I've only seen like the first half hour of that movie. And then I was like, and I thought the same thing though, Tim was it's just a girl in space who just mm-hmm. floating around. I was kind of like, yeah, okay, you know, change the channel. You know, yeah. it just, I, yeah. it, it didn't do anything to grab my attention. You know, like, so literally, IMDb's thing, they're, they're what they, what they tell you about it is a sentence. Two astronauts work together to survive after an accident leaves them or stranded in space. That's it. Man, I want to go like, watch okay. that now. 
really sold I, me on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember great. You know? I remember seeing it. I remember enjoying it. I don't remember disliking it. You know, I said, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that again, I couldn't tell you much about it. I don't really remember a lot of important parts about the movie. I just remember George Clooney getting sucked away, and then if I remember, maybe like returns somehow at the end there or some kind of crap. I don't know. It's about Sandra Bullock surviving, getting saved, and returning to Earth and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how it ends. To be honest with we you, that's how memorable it was for people who never saw. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, but but she makes it. it. <laughs> but the thing is. They made it out to be this this masterpiece that you know this must see movie this one of the best films ever made and go see it now bye 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 and it just wasn't that movie yeah so it it won like I said seven <clears throat> Academy Awards best achievement in cinematography best achievement in directing best achievement in film editing best achievement in music this time it was not. Uh, and <laughs> um, sound editing, sound mixing, visual effects, and that was it. Everything else was nominated. There were other three for picture of the year, leading role for Sandra Bullock, and then production design, which, you know, okay. Everything that it got, sure. It looked visually pleasing. I really enjoyed it. the story itself. Eh, it was lacking a little bit. So. All right. Yeah. Number three, June, what do you got? My wife's going to kill me. <laughs> I, I, oh, my God, I already know what you're doing to you. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you don't. You don't. Oh, okay. For those playing at home, it is not Harry Potter. Okay? Oh, I was like, you were, I was like, we might literally see you die on this. <laughs> yeah, all you'd see is a woman come up behind me here. Like, yeah. here. We're going to have to run. My, my screen would go black, and then my wife would be here with a big smile on her face, but red stuff dripping off. Yeah. Uh, I'm now part of your too. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're just beard and two bros. Yeah. Um, so my number three, and she's going to come running here. All right. There you go. We have our first few in. In true Beards and Bros fashion, we've got to split this one up because we apparently just don't know how to stop talking. So uh, this one ended up being a pretty long one as well. So tune in next week to find out the conclusion of our top five overrated movies. On behalf of Joe, Jude, and myself, Tim, thanks again for listening to Beards and Bros. We look forward to hearing your comments. Uh, you know, if you've got a couple picks right off the top of your head, feel free to pop them in there and uh, let us know on the Facebook page of Beards and Bros Podcast. We also have an Instagram now, Beards and Bros Pod. Uh, and then we also have a TikTok, uh, also Beards and Bros Pod. So please, you know, check them out because we're going to try to post as much as we can on those uh, platforms and have some fun with them. Um, you can also email us at beardsandbrospod at gmail.com. Give us some feedback. Give us some information. Let us know what your top five overrated uh, music is, the, the, the bands like we did the first episode, or your top five overrated movies. We're always in it for any kind of feedback and just some interaction with you guys. And we definitely appreciate the fact that we have some solid listeners. And uh, we're, we're glad to have you. Thanks again. 
We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Thank you.